can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello. Welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. I'm Eric. How do you do that, Miranda? I was trying to do that. Miranda, smile. How do you do that? Tilt your head to the left. Uh huh. Squint. I kind of just only squint my left side of my face, the face that's. Okay, yeah, I'm now smell. squinting the left side of my face. And that's the side of the mouth that goes up too. Like this whole oh. side, just like scrunch that whole side. The the left side of your face gets really scrunched. I don't know. <laughs> and that's Miranda. Face. I don't know that I'm doing it. Um, Hello. You're really good at it. So I've heard. Uh-huh. Maybe I should try to do Miranda for a living. How'd you come up with that face? Are you being serious? <laughs> There's one question not allowed on this podcast, and it's how did you come up with Miranda Sings? I didn't. I said, how'd you come up with that face? You know, I saw a TikTok recently uh-huh. um, of red carpet. Some event happened recently that celebrities went to. I don't remember what it was. Some award show. And which, by the way, it's crazy to me how award shows used to be such a huge deal. And I feel like no one cares about them anymore. Well, is there? Is it just that there's more award shows? It feels like there's one every. No, every, it's like, like the ones day. that like everyone talks about. Like, like back when I was in high school and college, like the movie award, the MTV like uh, music video awards or whatever. And yeah. like all those. I don't know. It might still be for younger like, people. It's not I don't for know. us. I feel like they're not as big of a deal. But anyway, some award show on TikTok. I saw they asked like, "What's the worst question you get asked on the red carpet? What's the most annoying question you get asked?" Uh huh. And so many people were saying like, oh, what's your inspiration was like an annoying question to them. Uh-huh. Or um, how did you come up with your name, like your rap name or your. How do they come up with those names? You know, like they and I was surprised because I was like, wait, but I don't know. I'm interested to know. And mm-hmm. someone was like, you can Google it. I ask that question all the time. And they were so mad. And uh, I was like, oh, you know what? Like now I understand. I, it was a bunch of people. Uh. But I was like, now I understand because the one question that like, it doesn't annoy me. It's just like, you just get asked it a lot. So many times it's how did you come up with Miranda Sings? I get that question. I've answered that question millions of times I've answered that question. And I always do have the feeling of like, Google it. (laughs) But I would never obviously say that. And I would, you know, don't, and I always like explain it as best I can because, you know, it's important to remember like, they don't know. That's why they're asking. Because when I watched that TikTok, I was like, but like, I want to know. Right. People love origin stories. I was like, I want to know. I love origin stories. And I was like, like, how did you become Batman? Yeah. Like, so I'm into I was it. Like, Tell oh, me no, how. I, I get it. I get why people ask me that who yeah. don't know. They're not, they didn't Google me. They're not going to look it up when I've answered another time. They want me to, they want me to answer it. Yeah. You're and right there. And I was like, oh, that's why. I mean, I know why they ask it, but I don't know. I finally understand like from that perspective, because when I was watching the TikTok and seeing them all be like annoyed at like people asking those questions, I was like. Oh, but now I want to know. I want you to tell me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, why are we ever talking about this? I don't know. I asked you, how'd you come up with that face? And you oh. thought I was asking about how'd you come up with Marina Sings. I was just asking about the face. I think it came from, I used to do an awkward fake smile on stage all the time um, uh-huh. for my friends when they come see me in shows. Like, So I would like be in the background and be like, like just do this like fake squinty smile, you know, and people like oh, fake smile. And they they to squint make your their friends eyes. laugh in the audience. Yeah. And I do fake. I actually talked about this the other day. The name Bethany and Hanish back off uh-huh. comes from uh, like this character that I had created on stage. That was like 
essentially Miranda before Miranda existed, people would come see me in theater and shows and they'd be like, Oh, do Beth. I'm coming tonight. Do Beth. And so this, there was a girl character I created named Beth, who was like this awkward smiling girl, like, and my movements, my dance movements, my facial expressions were very Miranda. So I, were you bored in the performance? You're like, it wasn't stressful enough to do this performance. You're like, I need something else to keep me going. Well, like I'm no, bored. No, it was like, I knew no one was looking at me in those moments. Like I would never do it. You're like ensemble. Mm-hmm. Did you ever wear like a wrist brace? Be like, oh, tonight no, my character has a wrist no, no, brace. No, no, I'll just no, like no, pretend no. I had an injury no, to the it cast. Wasn't, it wasn't like a fully really developed just to make character. My it was laugh. just like something I did a couple of times. Cause I would do it like hanging out with friends. We'd listen to musical theater and I would like act like, what if, I don't know. I'm, I have a dumb sense of humor that is not funny to most people. Oh yeah. That's like, why you like are famous for being a comedian. It's because <laughs> no, no one gets your sense of no. humor. Like I would, uh, <laughs> I would do so like, humble. I would like do musical theater performances, but like as awkward as possible. Like, yeah. And, and now you've made a career out of it. Right. So that character was Beth anyway. That's, so was cares? Miranda sings almost Beth sings? No, because Miranda was very different that uh-huh. Miranda has morphed into more of a Beth vibe. Right. But when Miranda started, Miranda was not that awkward. It wasn't like as awkward as it is now. Miranda was like more like an obnoxious, cocky girl. Like when Miranda started, it was like, hey guys, it's me, Miranda. So today I'm going to sing a song. Like yeah, it was the voice, like obnoxious. The voice, uh, it, it yeah. changes through and the like years. The smile and the, and the uh, awkward, dorky movements, like that was all from Beth and that got put into Miranda. But Miranda in the beginning was just like a cocky girl who wasn't that good, but thought she was really yeah, good. Yeah, if you watch like the original YouTube. Right. Uh, what is this, a Miranda interview? Was there ever any other like name <laughs> choices? Was Miranda? it always going to be Miranda Sings? Or, there, I didn't or was put there any thought into that? Like, so like no when thought I, into the name? Not really. Like I just was in a play at my school. You know this story. And the the character that my I was playing in this in this musical was uh-huh. named Miranda. And so I was just like, I was, when I created Miranda, I was doing that show and I was like, yeah, I'll just call her Miranda. I didn't think about it. Yeah. Cause I didn't think anything was going to happen. You there know, there you me. go folks. See someone you know listening is like, ah, an origin story. Well, I heard love this. origins. They've heard and now this. they heard it and they're like, I'm glad I know that she well, acts like people don't care, but I'm glad I know that. Well, welcome to relax. Who needs to relax for you this week. If Bobby? we seem like we're asleep, we are. We are. <laughs> we're very, we've had a long <laughs> week. Um, not a lot of people record podcasts when they're actually asleep. I know, but we're doing it. Ra- I'm actually doing it. On. Ah, oh, sorry. Okay. Fake. Was um, that fake? That was real. That was real? That was real. <laughs> <laughs> um, who needs to relax for you this week, lovey? For me, who needs to relax is uh, when you, if you're in a parking lot, mm-hmm. what's the worst um, sentence you can imagine hearing from a stranger? Like walking in a parking You're lot? You're walking or? in a parking lot and a stranger says something to you. What's the worst thing they could possibly say? I'll tell you what it Get is for me. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's, are you leaving? Are you oh, leaving? Oh, because they oh. follow you slowly to your car and wait you for leaving? you to back out. Excuse me. Excuse me, are you leaving? Oh, that's horrible. Well, I'm not just walking around this parking lot in the direction opposite what the store. What did this happen to you? I was with, I was with our son and which um, one we have two. Uh, I was with Flynn and, um, so I have a kid. So there's now kids in the equation. That's, that's and what makes it horrible now because it takes a very long time. Yeah. We, I mean, we were in an area where I guess it's, it's, I mean, it's not super competitive. There's lots of, um, street parking. There's public lots that are like, you know, free for the first two hours. Like 
I don't know why they aggressively wanted the spot that I had, but as someone, I, I don't know. I just like, I have a, I have a child after that. I have to buckle into a Where car seat. You? And now I know that you're, you're here behind me and then you're, your blinkers on, oh, your blinkers going, like parallel you're sitting parks, there. Like, and, and now there's people parked. behind them waiting mm -hmm. and they can't go around them because there's no room to go around them. So there, there's a line of cars now you? stuck Where behind this? this person waiting for me. And I have to like rush and, and I was downtown and I have to like buckle in our, our child and like, then get myself situated and like, what if I like, you know, got to plug in my phone and get directions to the next place I'm going or, or, or just anything. But instead I'm all I'm focusing on just like, is just peeling out. So this person can park because like, I'm that socially anxious and like that much of a people pleaser that like, I'm like, forget me. I need to get now, get at now. It's like, go, go, we can get in the car. You know what I mean? Quick. We have to buckle you in because this person wants this spot specifically and they're willing to wait for it. But if it were me, I've never done this. I've never said this person to, mm -hmm. a, to any person. I've never said to a stranger, hey, are you leaving? Mm -hmm. Ever in my life. In mm -hmm. fact, I, I would rather drive another mile and walk back than ask a person right. if they're leaving. Yeah, me too. I don't think I've ever done it. I've, I've followed someone kind of slowly, I think. No, I, that's uh, almost worse. Not like, not like blatantly. It was like, I, it was like, just enough that they could be like, oh, is that person following me for my spot? But like, not obviously, you know what I mean? Like I would yeah. never want to make someone feel pressured. If I see someone has kids, I won't do that because I know how long it takes to put a kid in a car. Yeah. I feel like it's happened even when we've had a, the stroller with toys oh, yeah. in it and, and our other son and still people have been like, are you leaving? Mm -hmm. Like, and, the, and then I, then like, it's like you're rushing, buckling the kids in. I'm like folding up this like double decker stroller. You know what I mean? Trying to just ram it in the trunk so that they can have the spot. Right. I just, it puts so much pressure on people. I just like, maybe there's a better way. Maybe just find another spot. I'm somebody, <laughs> I don't mind parking further away from the entrance of a place that I'm going. I think I'm yeah. okay with like the extra steps. I like, I like the closest you can get. That's well, of course. Me. Like who doesn't like VIP parking? You know what I mean? Like, like I get it's, really you know, excited when you get the best spot in a lot. Yeah. I, I, want, I do that like thing where I say, oh, VIP. Yeah, VIP. big time. Like that's you know, the Every best. time I like, I have to say it out loud. If that's, I get a good parking we're spot. We're such parents that right. I go like, oh, best spot on the line. You're like, oh, VIP parking. Like, we're yeah, so Yeah, that's like cringy. literally what our conversation would be if we got a good parking spot. But what we would never do is say, are you leaving? No, I don't think so. I think you're your angriest when I wake you up in the middle of the night and when you're driving in a car. You're very angry in a car. So like someone pressuring you while no. you're <gasps> I don't think I, I don't have like road rage. Lovey. I probably You don't have road rage. Like you don't drive you don't drive recklessly when you're upset. You're a very cautious, good driver. But um you do get very mad when you're driving. Yeah, and I think that's fair. Honestly, because I think where else in life are you just out amongst the people and you get to to and people are driving machines. And they're on display, like their skill of driving machines, this thing that we've all been licensed to do, you know? And some people are not that good at it. But you get mad if someone and like- And don't follow rules. But you get mad when they do follow, like someone could put on their blinker and then sh go to the lane that you're in with their blinker on and be like, ah. No, I don't think so. Oh. No, I appreciate a blinker. And if they're coming in front of me, I'm totally fine. Don't give okay. me a courtesy wave. Like I might. If you're driving in a parking lot and someone starts backing up their car in front of you, like you get, you'll get mad. Yeah. 
Well, where I'm alone and I can express my frustration. You're never alone. <laughs> I think it's okay. I think it's okay I'm to not be mad about it. As long as you don't have like, like like genuine road rage and you're doing yeah, you things that are unsafe. I've I've been in cars. I certainly don't do that. Yeah, no, no, no. I've been in cars with people who have genuine road rage where they get really mad and then they drive more yeah. recklessly, and that's so scary. Yeah, I and think you're not like that at all. No, I think what you meant to say you're you're your most vocal. In your um, frustration with your fellow man. Maybe you get most irrationally angry when I wake you up and when you're driving. Mm-hmm. Maybe those of it. Yeah, but never, never in a dangerous uh, No, never, never. Way you just do, it in a... It doesn't make you more dangerous. Well, well, I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're right. Because I was completely alone today and I was behind someone that was going like 24 in a 40 mile per hour right. zone. And I could tell they were just like looking around. And I was like out loud to myself. I was just screaming like, what are you looking at? Yeah, so like, mad. Dri- you're driving so slow. So mad. Um, oh, man. Well, you know who isn't slow? Who's that? I'm so excited to talk about this. What is it? Base. Oh, yeah. You guys, our first sponsor of the day. I'm so excited to talk about this because I have a very funny story that I think is going to be my relax today. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. So, uh, I have so much to talk about. I know this so, guys, it can be hard to fit everything in, especially when it comes to luggage with base, there's room for everything. Even if you're an overpacker, 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, not a problem. A couple extra pairs of pants, bring it all with base. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And... Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Guys, Eric and I, and now Corey, all have Base luggage. It is a game changer. I love it. It is my favorite luggage I've ever had. I mean that so genuinely. And I'm so excited to talk about this with Eric in one second. Um, But it genuinely is such great luggage. It looks really nice. We've seen people like, eyeballing us while we walk through airport. Like uh, we were walking through the airport and I have like my matching weekender bag with my luggage. And Eric was like, I literally just saw a woman like glare and stare at your luggage with jealousy. Like it's so cute. It looks so good. And it's so comfortable to carry with the like cushioned handle. It glides so smoothly. I love it so much. So, um, genuinely, I think it's, it's wonderful. And I bought mine before they told us they were going to sponsor us. So highly recommend Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash relax. Go to basetravel.com slash relax for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash relax. Check it out. You guys, okay. I can't believe you were talking about my 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 new rolly suitcase without me. That sponsor, that ad read is over, but- but I'm not over it, it. It changing my life is not over. My relax for this week was going to be something else, but after reading that ad, it has to be this. What? My relax for this week is Eric Stocklin prior to having a base. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Because Eric, 
always had a duffel. Every time we traveled, yep. he wanted a cool looking leather duffel bag, a big duffel bag that he carried on his freaking shoulder. It just made sense. It's like a bigger, bigger than a backpack. It holds things and you hold it and you look cool and you walk through the airport and you put it in the overhead thing and then like, you oh, take it off. Gonna, you walk off the plane. It's going to look good as it wears with age. It's going to look so amazing. Other dudes would compliment him on his cool brown leather duffel. And it was like your thing. Correct. And I always was looking at Eric like, this guy is freaking crazy. Because when you walk through airports, that hurt. Like, this is one of the biggest reasons I don't have like purses. I don't like purses. Yeah. Straps on your shoulder, like super, it gets really heavy and it's obnoxious. And I'm like, he's got yeah, all his stuff. Yeah. In this duffel. It's like over swinging his, around back oh there God. if it's over your shoulder. So yeah. Dumb. And I was just like, it's not practical. No. And I always was. But like, I had never thought that a rolly, a rolly carry on was practical either because, like, you got to carry the thing and we're rolling no. it around. So, I Eric, never knew. I always looked at him and I was like, you know what? I respect and love this man. And I respect and admire his um, passion mm-hmm. for his leather bag. So I'm never going to say anything. I just Well, even before I got like the like, nice leather one, like I had just regular just love duffel, duffel bags. I just, I just thought it's what you did. No, no, no one else does that. Well, I mean, some people do it, but they're, they're making their lives harder. So he finally, because of this sponsorship, has a base suitcase. Yes. And we went to uh, New Haven and Boston for my tour and Eric came. It was my first time using it. My first time ever traveling with a rolling carry on case. He was so funny that whole trip. He was just like, lost my mind. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. It just rolls. Yeah. This is crazy. It just rolls. All your stuff's in there and it's like, you feel like you have nothing because you're just kind of holding onto the handle, just just rolling it around. I just been pulling it and it's just rolling beside me. Well, I was was acting it up. I was being really, I was being silly. I was acting it up because you were like so embarrassed by me. No, I loved it. I was like, yes, this is what I've been saying this entire time in my head. Every time you carry around a duffel. But you never did. You never never like, you know, it'd be much easier. I never shamed you for it. I was just like, all right. But um, he was going crazy about it and it made me laugh so hard. So who needs to relax is you prior to having base luggage. This isn't even part of the sponsorship anymore, guys. I feel like it's based on like childhood trauma that wasn't even like my trauma. There was a girl in elementary school because we. this is back in the time where everyone had, I don't even know if you're going to know this, but L.L. Bean backpacks were like the thing. Like you had to have these big L.L. Bean backpacks that had like your initials embroidered in the back of it and it was like this everyone just had a Jansport deep giant yeah, or Jansport sure yeah obviously those are around those, those um, but like big heavy like you fit everything in there they would go <gasps> off your back like by three feet but there was this one girl uh, who had like a rolly backpack and everybody it like bullied her for it Picked did you that. no I didn't of I wasn't I didn't. wasn't but like people would like kick it you kick, told me kick it like when she rolled down the hallway and I just always saw I mean, I felt so, I felt so bad for her. I'm I'm not saying I stood up for her, and and I I definitely should have. But I just you know uh, was was witness to this, and then so when I see like Rolly carry on cases, I just associated it with like you you're know, gonna get bullied. Yeah, I don't know. Or the, yeah, like oh look at that Rolly guy. Right. Where's his duffel? Like he's not cool, you know. Right. But now I like it's so practical. And oh my it god, works. it's amazing. And I was just giddy. I was, he was. I was, was over so the moon cute. giddy with how um, 
wonderful it was, and I'll never travel another way ever. Duffel bag's gone forever. Gone forever. What are they even for? It's stupid. Who, who invented the duffel? Like someone named John Duffel? I don't know. I'm sure you'll look it up. Where's the word duffel come from? I had a thought I'm not that into I was it. like dying to tell Never you again. and I stopped myself because I didn't want to interrupt I you. I saw you because you physically, <gasps> I know. And I stopped <laughs> myself. I was like, don't interrupt Colleen. Um, so I couldn't afford like fancy backpacks in high school. I never had a Jan sport or, you know, whatever was expensive and fancy. I mean, Jan sport's not like. That was like a name brand expensive. Like I never had that. Never. It's not that fancy. It's, I mean, yes, it was. Yeah. If you had a gym sport, you were rich. Would that be like, for me, our, like, yeah. I was, but like, uh-huh. but I didn't have that. But can I tell you the backpack that I just had a crazy, the reason I went like, oh, cause I, I was like, what did I have? Cause I know I didn't have a gym sport. And it was I a knockoff gym sport. It was called like East, no, East pack. It's better. It's what? better. And I'm so mad. I have to find it. I know I've got to have it somewhere. My grandma made me, sewed me a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yellow and it was is she okay so the flap that like came over like where the book bag part is you know uh-huh it was she cross-stitched a cat and sunflowers mm. this is my uh, high school backpack high school and when you show up wearing this backpack are you also wearing handmade cat and sunflower like dresses and stuff Mm, maybe in my freshman year I did okay. but then I got um then I wanted not a duffel but like a satchel style book bag and she made that for me as well and I remember it was like purple and brown corduroy or something like that like my backpacks and and book bags were hand you handmade were that, homemade you were that girl didn't you tell cheaper. a story about just people just like chucking spitballs at you like constantly well, no that wasn't at school that was at a pizza place oh and <laughs> it was random people it wasn't like my schoolmates why is that I feel like that's more well my school people more- who I went to school with like didn't no one talked, I didn't talk to anyone. No one even knew I was there. You know, like if someone reached out to me and was like, we went to high school together, when you, they yeah. did not know me in high school. Uh-huh. Like, if, didn't you say like, you used to like, like during lunch, you would go hide in a bush and eat lunch in like a bush by yourself. In a bush. I ate behind a bush. <laughs> I wasn't hiding. I, I was, was just I, like, I literally thought in that moment I was making it up. Like I was like, no. what's the weirdest thing I could say? A so bush. I would eat lunch. True. I would eat lunch in the choir room, usually. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the theater, if they let me, but usually it wasn't allowed. It was like choir room. Or if I had to eat outside, I would eat, because sometimes the boys group would um, have rehearsals during lunch, the mm-hmm. boys choir. So I couldn't eat, I couldn't eat lunch in there. That's when days. it was bush time? Sometimes the choir director would let me eat in her office. Ooh. <laughs> I you know. were that kid. They okay, felt wait. so bad for you. I know my friend... Christina, one of my best friends. I know sometimes she listens to this podcast and if she's listening now, she's laughing so hard because she totally did too. She would eat in the quiet room too. But anyway, um, there was a bush out like in front of the theater that like was kind of like a partition type bush between like the school and the street. And me and my friend would go and sit there because there weren't a lot of people there. And on the street side? Basically right on the sidewalk. <laughs> Like a bush that separated like the school from the sidewalk uh-huh. and we ate behind that bush. But you know, what's what funny. What were you hiding from? Just humans. That's, that's hiding. Yeah. Humans. Like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to look at people. I don't want to be around people. Like you have to be around them all day, every day in class, starting at like 8 a.m. Like, and I don't know. I don't want to be around. I don't know. What would you be eating for lunch? Whatever I brought from home or. Did you, you never got hot lunch? No, I didn't get hot lunch. What I would do. 
um, is I would either eat lunch from home or if I didn't bring lunch, I would ask everyone for change. So I get asked my friend, like, do you have a nickel? Do you have a dime? Do you have a quarter? Do you have any change? Like literal change. Because if you ask someone for a dollar, that's like a lot. And then you, then you owe them. Then you have to pay them back. If you ask someone for a dollar, you got to pay them back a dollar, you know? But if it you sounds ask, like you were just begging for change on the street. No, but to my friends, but yes. But uh, like, okay. but if you ask everyone for like a quarter, a nickel, a dime, like they're not expecting you to pay them back. So if you ask every single person and everyone gives you like a nickel or a dime, like you eventually get $2.25, which is like how much about, well, I think actually back then it was like a dollar or 75 or something like that to go to In-N-Out and get a cheeseburger. And so I would get In-N-Out cheeseburgers all the time just from like, have, getting this people's blows pennies my and mind because my high school we were not allowed to leave we weren't even I allowed was. to go outside or the other thing i would do is me and my friend would walk across the street to the grocery store and we buy a loaf of bread for a yeah, dollar you've told me and we eat the loaf of bread because like a baguette a fresh, or like a, yeah, loaf? like a big thick baguette so back, loaf like a baguette loaf yeah because like i know what you're fresh talking. from the grocery store like right yeah, after they bake them yeah oh my god so good so I'd do that. And, and so also healthy. they had cookies that they would sell on campus. I don't know if you had these cookies, but if you did, you, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. They were never cooked all the way ever. No, and they were so cookies. good. Cookies, fresh baked cookies. In your what? cafeteria? No, like in like carts around the school. Like what in the world are you talking about? There was oh just God, people please, walking around with carts. Me, please, of like just you know what I'm gooey raw I cookies. I know Corey knows what I'm talking about because Corey's, no, yeah, Corey and I were talking about it. They're so good. They were like seventy five cents or something. And again, I would ask everyone on campus who for like was selling a nickel. Them? The people who made the cookies. I don't freaking know. Not like lunch. No, it was like, yeah, it was, but it was like, but it wasn't in the cafeteria. It was like at these like carts, like outside, I I was an outside school. Like it wasn't like, you know, like it wasn't. I went to an inside school. Right. There was no carts. Cookies, so like, yeah, in the quad, just randomly, like all around. There was like these carts what of like cookies. What in the world are you it was, describing? All they had was cookies. And it was I don't think so you actually good. even went to high school. It they sounds like so you were just good. walking around. Okay, so they'd give you these cookies in like it was like a paper bag, like a thin paper, like little baggie, and they were never cooked. They were hot, but they were never like it was hot dough, like cookie dough, uh-huh. and they were so. I would pay so much money to eat one of those right now. They're yeah. so like, I'm very tempted to go to my high school this week during like one of the breaks and see if they still have those cookies and like buy one. Cause it sounds so, okay. So this anyway, so weird. This, I'm getting off track. Is this why so you love what, cookies so much? No, I love cookies so much because since I was a little girl, my mom and I would make cookies together uh-huh. and she always made me hot fresh cookies and it's like some of my favorite who's, memories. Whose are better? Your mom's cookies I'm, or cart cookies? my mom's Whoa, you had to my think mom's. about it but the cart cookies are really good okay mm. wait this is what i was gonna say though okay so to anyone who might have made fun of me for eating behind a bush in high school what's so funny to me now is that right where i would eat lunch in high school because i didn't want to be around people and like no i didn't like really have a lot of friends or whatever is where like right next to that is there's now a mural of my face on that theater, like right next to where uh-huh. I would like eat lunch. Granted, it's not a very good job. Not very it's accurate. not very good. But it's just funny to me but that it like, is you. That's now my face is now on the wall right there. You're a uh alumni of note. I guess that so. You've been memorialized on a wall at your high school. I guess so. Next to the bush, she used to hide behind eating Any, wet cookies. Oh my God, they're so good. Okay, anyway, um, <clears throat> let's say thanks to our next sponsor before we move on. Oh, uh, love you. You're going to love this one. You didn't get to talk about this one last week. 
Oh, but this Kings. week, it's all on you. DraftKings. me. It's our next sponsor. Football fans. I've been watching Hard Knocks. because Hard Knock the- Life from uh-huh. Annie? No, it's on HBO because it's the Lions this year. They've never been mm-hmm. on Hard Knocks before. Do you know what that is? It's a Hard Knock Life. Yeah, it's just like Annie, except it's like kind of behind the scenes of preseason for a f- football team. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, the first Sunday of NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Whoa. Instantly is in all caps with an exclamation mark. There's a bug growing on your phone. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to make it distracting to read this. Um, and as an added bonus for week Why one, is there a bug on my phone? everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. Even if your team loses. What? Uh, I love football. I'm very excited for football to be back. And I'm sure that means uh, that it's your favorite time of the year as well. Yes, Colleen. I love it. Because I know how much you love Sundays at our house during football season because you so love much. sports on television. Yeah, I love it. If there's anything Colleen Ballinger loves, it's sports on television. You get so into the games. It's so into and it. You know all the rules. Mm-hmm. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Colleen. Okay. To You're get insane. $200 like that. <laughs> in, in, in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on this Sunday. That's code Colleen, I feel like I'm being left out here. <laughs> it's so weird. You can use my it's code. A, it's just, I know I can use your code. I'm just, why is the code not Eric? <laughs> because I'm the one or who loves sports. Or relax. Oh, it's because you're the big football I'm fan. I'm the football ah, fan. Okay. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code Colleen, Colleen, however you want to say it. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply, obviously. Uh, what's your favorite football team, Colleen? The Dolphins. Is that a team? What city are they from? Mm, probably like Miami or something like that. Whoa! Was that correct? That was correct. Oh my God, I told you I love football. What's your hometown team? Um, The Dodgers. They won the Super Bowl last year. Um, Dodgers are a team, not the sport. My favorite... Um, LA Rams. There you go. Yes. And your favorite Rams player is, of course, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. Wow. There is actually someone with the last name Ramsey on the Rams. There is? Yeah. Is his name Dave? Nope. Oh. Wow. There you go. DraftKings. Anyway, check out DraftKings. Clean. Goodbye. Okay, guys. So I really do strongly apologize if you've been watching me yawn, watching this episode, or hearing me yawn, or if we seem a little more low energy. It's been, as most weeks are, a long week. Podcast called Relax. A lot of people say they fall asleep to it. So yeah, people they're do already tell me asleep. That. This oh is gosh. just me and I you talking been loving, right now. By the way, at my live shows, because I'm back on tour, I'm doing Anaheim. One. Uh, uh, September 10th. Then I'm doing Atlanta, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. I've got a show in Phoenix or Mesa, Arizona area, San Diego, Seattle, and Portland. Those are my shows. It's this a great year. show. Fresno. Anyway, I'm loving at the meet and greet. So many people talk about how they listen to relax and really, um, they like, and yeah. And they bring up stuff from the podcast. There is a, a girl who said that, um, her and her boyfriend listened to relax and they came and they said, they call each other lovey. That's so sweet. And they said, we've never met anyone else who does that. We only call each other lovey. Who did it first? What do you mean? 
them or us who said they it said first. that they they were already doing it and then independently they, then they found us and they started listening to our podcast and they were like oh my god they call each other love you that's so crazy yeah so that was cool that's cool yeah i've met lots of um awesome people who listen to the podcast have funny things to say about the podcast so like thank you to everyone who comes to my shows who that's listens so to this awesome. and like I, it makes me really happy yeah so, like instant feedback yeah i love it real people um, so, and almost every meet and greet, someone says, who needs to relax today? Oh, Asking that's that so question. Cute. That's so great. Almost every meet and greet. I love that. Um, anyway. Uh, so. They put you on the spot and you have to think yes, of something. Yes. And Oof. I can never think of one. Yeah. But um, you guys were real tired because we usually are. But um, this week in particular was a crazy one. There's a little bit of a common cold running through our house. Mm-hmm. Now I go to great lengths when I'm traveling on tour to social distance, wear a mask and all that. And I've done a somehow miraculous job at not getting sick at all on tour. However, this time I still didn't. I got sick when I got home from my kids yeah. because we still, you know, try to be as cautious and as safe as we can. You know, getting back into the real world is still like, we're still like, they're kinda, kids. They catch colds at playgrounds. Yeah, kids or- so yeah, they go to playgrounds, they go to see family that's pretty much it. And yeah. you know, they're going to somewhere along the line, see someone. Kids got a lot of boogers. Sick. They get everywhere. <laughs> Anything you're touching, you're touching something right now while you're listening to this, it's got kid boogers on it. Yeah. So Even I got if you don't have kids. my most recent shows. Where was I most recently? In Texas. I was in Texas. I got home and I was so excited to um, see my kiddos. And then I noticed Wesley was acting a little suspicious. And I was like, hmm, something's up with this kiddo. And then the next day, sure enough, runny nose, very fussy. And I was like, oh, I think he's got a cold. And he did. And then the next day, Maisie started getting a runny nose, pretty fussy, irritable. And I was like, oh, no, he gave it to Maisie. Next day, Flynn, runny nose, a little whiny. It's going through. And then the next day, I got it. So Eric has avoided it somehow. I don't know how. But Eric's avoided this little cold. But... Because of this well, cold. I, I exercise and I take vitamins and I okay, don't relax. eat Taco Bell and no cookies every brag. meal. No one asked you to brag about anything. <laughs> Sorry, I'm happy. I was even and talking I about you. Cookies. Um, no, so listen, this is the thing, though, guys. We have. Sorry, I'm happy. <laughs> no, because I eat cookies <laughs> yeah. is what I'm saying. No, fair enough. Fair play. Um, so we had a crazy week because of this cold. Now, because. We have, I, I have to start off the story. I'm telling you this story because there's a funny part of this story, but it was actually a very, it was kind of it was a scary week. Everyone is totally fine. It's totally just a cold and we're all almost out of it. But it did get a little scary for a second because we have twins who have weak little lungs. They're little babies and it's scary when babies get sick. And so even though it's just a little cold, they did end up needing hospital visits and they're totally fine. Everything's good. We are definitely erring on the side of caution. Everything is fine. But I'm telling you that because I want to tell you this funny story. So the reason we ended up at the hospital the first time is because the, both the babies had this cold and, um, Wesley started to kind of like wheeze a little bit. His breathing sounded a little labored and I'm not messing around with that. Yeah, not Eric's mess not with messing that. around with that. We're like, let's go to an urgent care and just double check, make sure everything's okay. Get a COVID test, like a, a PCR, like fancy, good COVID test and mm-hmm. make sure everything's good. So we go to the urgent care, COVID test, negative, they're checking them and they're listening to their lungs, checking their oxygen, whatever. And they <clears throat> listen to Wesley's lungs and the doctor at this urgent care. Now looking back at the experience, mm-hmm. would you not say he was 
the most dramatic doctor you've I don't ever. Know, I don't know that I'd call him dramatic or like an alarmist, but I was certainly I became alarmed. I, he, think, yeah. I think what else do you do when you have like uh, nine month old babies that, you know, were very premature. And so like there could be issues there, you know, like especially when it comes to the development of the lungs. And if they're, you know, err on the side of caution of always. Course. I think that was what I was doing. But he like he did kind of like the reveal and the way he guys, spoke to us that it was, it was, um, I became very, I, I wasn't put at ease. I didn't feel like I, yeah, I became okay, so very stressed I, by him. I appreciated him. I think he was lovely. And I, I always appreciate anyone who's going to err on the side of caution with my children. So sure. like very much prefer that, I guess, over someone who's like, you're crazy, go home. Yeah. I know what you're going to say though, that he's, what he said was so wild. So because I feel like there's a happy medium here. I feel like doctors usually are like, you're fine, drink some water, go home. And doctors, typically my experience with the doctors that I've had, the majority of the doctors I've had are very much um, disregarding of my, what I'm going through. Like they're very much like dismissive of like, you're not sick, like you're fine. Like, Would you, you say know, like in an optimistic way? Like are they doing no. that so that you're not No, I think they're concerned? like dealing like with actual hard things and they're like I don't want to talk to this girl with a cold like right yeah you've got a sore throat go home like right. you know the person in the next room has to have their arm amputated leave me alone gotcha you know they've got bigger fish to fry so anyway I feel like that's normally my feelings are very dismissed with the doctor but this guy was like other end of the spectrum like so great um so at the time it wasn't funny, but now looking back, it is. So we get there and this doctor listens to Wesley's lungs and is like really somber and looks at me and he's like, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to take him in. Like it was like really intense. And I was like, what? He's like, you guys need to go to the ER. Like you need to go right now to the ER. Um, I don't like what I'm hearing. And then he looks at Wesley and he says, sorry, buddy you're going to have to sit in a room with a lot of really sick people. It's going to be miserable. It's going to be crowded. It's going to take a long time. He looks at, and then he looks at me and he goes, it's you're going to be, be there a really awful. long time. But we got to check you out. And, but he's saying this, obviously not, our baby uh, does not speak. He's this is, English at this point. Th we're not being dramatic. This is that not word for word what he said? Yeah. It is word for word what he said verbatim, to us. Verbatim, would you say? A verbatim uh -huh. to me and Wesley. Like, and we were like, whoa, okay, we're going to have to go to the ER. And in my head, I wasn't panicked at the time. I was like, yeah, he's wheezing. He needs to be seen by like Yeah, I just thought they would be like, yeah, it's this. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Or this, like, here's like this antibiotic or here's this. I thought they'd give this, like, cough, cough medicine. Cough medicine that's safe for babies that like doesn't exist. It, yeah, it doesn't exist. Like, or, you know, over the counter or whatever. And yeah, that was very... So that was weird. So then it was like, oh, now we got to go there. Okay, now we got to take Maisie and someone's going to watch Maisie. We got to take Wesley. Like right. we're, so we both got to go because we're both like now really nervous. Can I say the part about then he follows us into not the Not yet. Lot? We're not there okay. yet. We're not there yet. Because yes, you can't tell that, but okay. that's not yet. So I was like, I wasn't alarmed yet. I was just kind of like, okay, like, yeah, let's go get him checked out. Make sure everything's okay. Like we're obviously At no the, stranger to the hospital. Yeah, we'll just let's take our baby to the emergency room. Sure. Well, I, As recommended by a doctor I'd saying you need do to go to the emergency not, room you know? now. Yeah, of course. So I I'm was just saying, like. It was concerning. Yeah, but it wasn't quite concerning yet. It was just like, okay, we got to do this for our kiddo. You know, like, obviously let's go do it. But then. 
I think it was like he could tell that we weren't panicked enough. And he was like, I need them to panic. What's going on? (laughs) So he looked at me and he goes, I think it's RSV. And the RSV virus like the is like really dangerous to babies. Like my kids are my babies are a little bit older than when it's like super dangerous. But like it still is a very, very dangerous virus. Like you do not when your kids get in that. Like from what I've heard, I am not a doctor, but. From what I've heard and what I've read, like that is a thing. And I've, when my kids have been sick in the past and I've gotten them tested for COVID from our pediatrician, the, the nurses and pediatrician always are like, we're going to test for COVID. We're also going to test for RSV, but it's not that. It's not that. Don't worry. Don't freak out. We're just testing for it because we just want to be safe. You know, like they always like very much are like, know that that could freak out a mom. So yeah. they like always were like, it's not going to be that. Don't worry. Don't worry. But this doctor like straight up looked me in the eyes and was like, I think it's RSV. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, so then I start to panic. Cause I was like, I've heard this is a really bad thing for babies to get. So like, then I start going like, Oh no, like I need to look more into this RSV thing. I've heard it's really bad and scary, but like now I'm like, Oh no, I don't know. But I'm still trying to stay calm. Cause I have two babies that I'm like holding and I need to keep a calm energy for them. Cause they're sick. So I was like, okay, he kept saying stuff that was like very alarming and intense. And he just looked like he was giving us the worst news in the world. Yeah. So, and he kept saying, I can't even remember it all, but it was like a very intense like experience. I was like, this guy is like making me really start to panic about this common cold that our children have. But okay. So then we leave urgent care to take, um, he even goes like, I need to let you guys go right now. I'm going to drop the paperwork, but like right over the paperwork, but like, don't stay. You need to get him to the ER yeah, right now. I forgot about right. that. He was like, normally like I have to like do this paperwork and you have to sign it, but I'm just going to say that you signed it. Just, you need to go to the ER right go. now. And I was like, and we're each so holding we're- a baby. Cause there's two of them and we're halfway across the parking lot and to the car and he follows us. Then he, then he follows us into the parking lot. Takes off his mask. Takes off his mask and, and says, guys, I just want you to know. You're handling this really well. You're this news. You're like, handling it this news really well. Like you're doing a good job. Like you'll get through this. And I was like, wh- that's when I was like, I know. I was like, what? what? So then I took off my, we're like very, like 20 feet from him. I took off my mask so you could see my face. I was like, because it just seemed like a very serious thing you see. And I was like, yeah, I guess. I feel like I'm probably going to start crying when I get in the car. Like, he's like, yeah, I am shocked at how well you guys are handling this news. Like, this is scary, scary stuff. Really scary stuff. Do you remember he said that? Yeah. And I was like, what? He just chased us. And it's going to be awful. And he's like, and it's going to be awful there. It's going to be awful at the downtown. And I was like, I was like, what? So we get in the car and then I started crying. I got in the car and I would just start crying. I was like, oh my yeah, God, this is going to be so bad. Like sobbing. But when, but when and he then first was like, us, are you leaving? <laughs> no. <laughs> but when he first told us we were going to the ER, I felt like fine. I felt like a strong, confident mom. Like, yep, let's go get, figure this out and get this baby like taken care of. Like make sure everything's okay. Right. But like as time went on, he was like, really just like, so now looking back, I'm like, what was he doing? Because yeah. by the way, just so y'all know, we went to the hospital and they sent us home. The doctor, the, the pediatrician and all the nurses and doctors, at the hospital were like, He's yeah. got a cold. We only had Go to sit home. there. We only had to sit there for like six hours for them to tell us he has well, a cold. Well, not with Wesley. Wesley wasn't that bad. Wesley, we we got there, waited an hour, and then we were there for two hours. It was like three hours total with Wesley at the hospital. I think it was a little bit more than that by a couple hours, but it okay. wasn't. I think so. 
I promise. I promise. Because the next day, we'll fight you about it. You, Jeez. I know you love exaggerating time, but I promise. Let you. me exaggerate the time. They don't know. Well, I know. It sounds like cooler if we were there for eight hours. Oh my gosh, it does not. So sound nine cooler. hours later, we go. No. Home. Okay. So it, it. We basically Wesley was having a little bit of wheezing issue. He was having a hard time breathing because there was so much gunk in his um, passageways, air passageways, and they explained it all to us. And the doctor was like, "You guys, I promise you." It's fine. It's a cold. Babies get colds. He's fine. I promise, promise. And I was like, they sent us here telling us it was urgent. Like that. Yeah. And he literally was like, I'm not going to give you anything. He's fine. Like go home. He's fine. So, um, yeah, everything's fine. And in hindsight now I'm like, what was that doctor doing? Like, I I think he was just wanting to be as cautious as possible, but like the way he's telling us news was so intense and so nuts. Um, but the next day, we ended up having taking Maisie because she was having then we like were there for eight and then hours. we actually were there for eight hours. We were there for um, a very long time with Maisie, but she's okay. Everything's okay now, but she did need a little bit of like oxygen and, and some more help. Yeah. So we're tired. So yeah. And then, so then Maisie was, at, we were at the hospital all day with Maisie and she's totally fine. Everything's good. We're making sure to, you know, keep really close eye on all the kiddos. Um, everything's fine. It's just a cold and they really are on the other side of it now. Um, but then Maisie's ear seemed like it was bugging her. And I was like, this, this little cutie pie is getting an ear infection. That's very common with little babies when they get colds. Nah, so she's fine. Oh my gosh, that drove me bananas. So we were at the you hospital. You know when kids have an ear infections somehow. You have like a spidey. Moms know when their kids get an ear spidey infection. Spidey ear infu- infection. Um, but I've sense. always predicted like when our kids get ear infections, <laughs> I know. And I always tell doctors and they're like, no, they don't. And then the next day they're like, oh yeah, they do. Here's medicine. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Maisie... I could tell she was getting an ear infection. I asked them to check and they looked and they're like, there's nothing there. And I was like, oh, I know she has an ear infection. Well, the next day she had an ear infection. So I had to go back to urgent care. So we'd just been at the doctor's urgent care's hospitals all week with our sweet little precious sad little babies. It's a holiday weekend. <laughs> and what so, else would you do? But also because of that, when they don't feel good, they don't want to sleep. They, they're sad. And Maisie and Wesley are both sick and both have decided that the only way they want to sleep is if I'm holding them standing up and walking. Yeah. So Eric and I have had to like stand and walk around the bedroom, holding them upright in order for them to sleep. And that's the only way they would sleep for a couple nights. So that meant no sleeping for us. And also I got sick. So then I'm anyway, that's why we're tired and yawning, but yeah, it's yeah, it's like as a parent, like the first time having, I mean, now having three kids and having all three of them be sick. Oh, they've been all sick before, but not, not like this. This was a really rough one. Yeah, this this is was pretty, rough. That's pretty wild. It was a rough week, but it's all good. It was just a cold. Thank goodness. I'm so grateful they're all okay and that we got the help that we needed and that there were doctors available to help us. Um, and apparently we were handling it really well. Apparently. Everyone yeah. kept telling us that. <laughs> As I sob in the car. Right. But yeah, I was like, I have to tell the story of this doctor because I wanted to know if anyone else out there has experienced a doctor like that, that just like tells you the most intense version of the news that they can. It's just funny, like he, freak he, you out. he was actually really nice and sweet. He was so nice. He was and so he was, nice. And he was trying to do like, take the best care of like our kids as he could and yeah. trying to like send us to the right place for what he thought that they needed. Totally. And was, and was like so sweet about it, but just like the 
his body language and what he was well, saying. The, it was just, eye contact was, and how serious and somber just, yeah, he got. I'm sure everyone has that friend that just like every time they have a conversation is like so intense and looks at them like a little bit too. You know what I mean? I, I was know. like, what are they going to tell us at the hospitals? Like I was, I thought the doctor was going to look at Wesley and give us like horrendous news. I see my, my conscious brain did not let me go there. Well, that's how, that's I how was the just first like, what's doctor wrong with me? that guy that he's so, oh God, you know what I mean? Like so my intense. brain literally wouldn't let me. Uh, yeah, it was funny. Like that. when the, when the doctor at the hospital was like, he's fine. He's just kind of cold. I'm like, left. the first doctor freaked me out so much that when the doctor that at the hospital was like, oh, he's fine. He's got a cold, go home. Um, he was like, he's, I kept asking questions. I was like, well, the doctor, other doctor, blah, blah, blah. And then he left, the doctor left the room and to Eric. And I was like, well, I don't know because he's wheezing in the, and the other doctor said this, this and this. And Eric's like, Clint, this is a good thing. Why do you want it to like, you remember you were like, this is a good thing. It's a good thing. It's just a cold. We can go. Yeah. But I was like, so it, the other doctor it had made news, me yeah. firmly believe that something, something really, really terrible oh, was wrong. Now I get why you weren't like. But I was like, no, no, no. Because I was like, wait, we can't get sent home. Something terrible is wrong. We have to be at the hospital. I was like, I was like, we should be celebrating. This is great. It's and great. I was like, yeah. no, we need to be at the hospital. That doctor said we have to be here. Like we, right. they, we have to figure out what's wrong. And Eric's like, we do know what's wrong. He has a cold. He's sick. Yeah. He has to go home. And I was like, no, there's yeah, the something other, wrong. The doctor at the hospital, the ER doctor was the complete opposite. He was like, guy, yeah, you got a sick kid. Get He's out like, of here. He's sick kid. He's sick. Get the out of here. Kids get sick. It's Go like a good looking kid. Good looking kid. Just sick. All right. See you yeah, later. Yeah, he was like, like so done. But, yeah. It was funny. Um, anyway, um, I want to say things to our next sponsor. Things to our next sponsor. It's better help. Speaking of getting help from a great doctor. Better than worse help. Better help. How about better help? Is here to help you out. So now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Guys, have you ever The BetterHelp guys? Or is it just BetterHelp? It's BetterHelp. Well, the way you said guys made, I was made it sound like I was talking to the like, people listening. Oh, okay. So you guys, the people listening, <laughs> have you ever been in a situation where like you're having a problem in life and you just get so overwhelmed and focused on the issue that you're not focused enough on a solution? You just like dwell on the problem. I do this all the time. I'll get like, I'll spend spin myself into a tizzy stressing about an issue yeah as much of, as i tell myself like you are not your thoughts thoughts aren't aren't real they keep going they keep going it's They're sometimes very hard to convincing. think of solutions yes yeah. so solutions might help you out if you have a have a different mindset if you have some help like better help it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when you're faced with a challenge but when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. You guys know that we are big advocates for therapy here, mm -hmm. mental health. Um, I think it is so important and so wonderful when you find a great therapist and someone who can help you out with issues that are going on inside your noggin. Um, you guys, I've, I've not been shy about sharing my experiences with postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, um, and all of the fun things that I get to experience inside of my brain. Um, and therapy has helped me so much through, um, a lot of my issues. So I, I was very nervous to start therapy when I started, I didn't think I would like it and I ended up loving it. Um, so I know that some people might have a negative idea of what therapy could be, but like therapy can be really, really wonderful and super beneficial. Yes. Um, it has helped me through so many issues and I am so grateful for it. And I think if any of you might feel stressed or anxious or depressed or any, any of these things in your life, therapy could be something that could really help you out. 
So um, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime you want. What do you think about therapy, love? Thanks. Uh, it's great. <laughs> Especially uh, like online. Like I'm into that. Yeah. Like or, or you can find someone online and, and uh, you know, Zoom, Skype. Even over the phone. I feel like it's even helped, like, uh, yeah. maybe even more so for me. I like to do it over the phone. Phone sessions. Yeah. They're all wonderful. Yeah. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash relax with me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash relax with me. Yeah, not better help guys. No. <laughs> Just better help. Colleen Ballinger. Eric Stockler. I had a question for you. Lovey. Yes, he. I had a question for you. What? Uh, we've stayed in places before, hotels, Airbnbs. Mm -hmm. And I've always noticed these signs. Mm -hmm. And I took a picture of one mm -hmm. uh, a while back. And now I'm just, I've just been thinking about it a lot. Okay. Um, it said, attention. Please do not flush feminine products, baby wipes, or anything other than toilet paper you will be held responsible for any damages. Thank you very much for your understanding. Are you seeing this because I'm and on I, period right now? Yes. And also like, thank you for your understanding. And I don't understand. I don't. Um, what do you not understand? Well, I think I'm, I'm just someone who's only ever flushed toilet paper down a toilet. Wait, I'm to, the sign that you read said no toilet paper? No, I've, I, well, no, it said anything other than. Oh, oh, oh. Of course. What? What's happening? Well, I, I'm sorry. I missed it. Is there a glitch in the matrix? Yes, yes. probably. Um, my and, brain. I mean, I'm trying to think of other things that I may or may not have flushed on the toilet. And I think it's mostly just been toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And poo. Right. We're not supposed <laughs> to talk about that on the podcast anymore. Spiders. A couple spiders have been sent to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. But mostly it's just toilet paper. Mm -hmm. Certainly not. I'm not throwing any feminine products down there. No. Now, they didn't say feminine product. They said products. Yes. What's going on here? What are you guys doing to... Uh... Okay. This is actually something that has been very surprising to me. Okay. Because my whole life, I was under the assumption that we flushed tampons. That's what I was taught. You did not have this sign in your house growing up? No. Oh. So my whole life, it was like, if you use pads, you got to throw them away. You're flushing pads? No, you don't flush pads. Certainly don't flush pads. That would, that would clog would the that toilet Would that not be a feminine product? That's a feminine product, but if you flush a pad, it's clogging the toilet instantly. I don't um, know. Tampons, though, I was always under the impression and I was always taught and told that you can flush tampons. But like in recent years, people have been like, no, you definitely cannot do that. And when I've seen signs like that, I'm, I've always been like, oh, well, it's weak plumbing at this location I'm at right now. Like, You're just not supposed to do it anywhere. I think not. Yeah. Well, right. I don't know. But like environmentally or for the plumbing's sake, for the plumbing's sake, right? Both. I think both. they're also like not. But they're more concerned about their specific. Well, in those instances, yeah, they're concerned about the plumbing. But I know uh -huh. that in general, like tampons are not good for the environment and pads are not good for the environment. But like, yeah, I've I've this is shocking news to me because I'm like one of the biggest perks of a tampon is you can flush it. But you're, it, but it, maybe you're not supposed to. And in public bathrooms, like women's stalls, do they mm -hmm. have like little metal boxes? Mm -hmm. What are you supposed to put in there? Feminine products? Yeah. Well, like because, what? Well, pads. 
Used pads? Yes, used pads. Those little boxes. Not new ones. Are they like lined, those little boxes? They have like a toilet paper, or I mean like a trash, little tiny trash bag. And it usually, sometimes a paper bag. What? It's sort of like paper bag. <laughs> You're acting shocked like, as much as I don't know. Like, I remember you like, you showed me some like TikTok challenge like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Where you like, had something oh to do with a pad. God. And I did, had no idea that they like taped to underwear, like blew my mind yeah, so, or okay, something like we'll that. We'll get into that. But in these, in these little okay. trash bags, uh, the trash bag boxes for feminine products, Sometimes a paper bag. It's, yeah, but like the tampon applicator. Because like oh, you put a tampon oh. in, but there's like the applicator. You have to throw that away. Right. And not flush that. You're not going to no, flush the plastic. applicator. Right. It's plastic. So you put that but, in the little box. Yeah. But I've always thought that the actual tampon itself, like it's like cotton in a string. I thought that could go down the the toilet, but I guess this is. Are, did you want to be just be talking about dirty tampons? Is that what this. I did not specifically. Um, no, I was just. Um, I guess my question was like. Which maybe I already knew the answer to is like, do you adhere to these these rules, Listen, regulations? I'm gonna get hate for this. I'm not gonna but say like, they're laws. My whole life, I didn't know that this was a thing, and so this is something that I still struggle with. You right. know, like I I do when I see the signs, I do try to follow the rules. Right. But sometimes I don't. Sometimes I accidentally like it's, when you've been doing this every month for your whole life, and you have tampons, and you just like tampon goes out and goes in the toilet. Like it's <laughs> hard sometimes to stop yourself in that natural motion of doing that and going like, Oh wait, this isn't supposed to go in the toilet. Yeah. If someone to tell me like, so tell me, to, to, some, some, someone to tell me like you can't flush toilet paper down the toilet anymore. I'd be yeah, like, like well, what am I supposed to do with well, it? Well, And even knowing that consciously there's going to be times where you wipe and then drop it in. You're like, Oh crap. Like now what do I do? Not, right. No pun intended. So are you worried that like it's the toilet's going to explode? When you do this, or you don't, it's not even a thought. No, I, oh, of course. I'm like, oh no, is it going to get clogged? Like, but then sometimes I think about like some of the poops. Like, I'm sorry, we're not supposed to be talking about poop on not here much to talk anymore, about it, yeah. But like, that's a billion times bigger than tampons. Well, I'm not going to get, let's not get specific. <laughs> have you ever, have you, have you even ever put a t- like a tampon in the trash? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Very often. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, right. I've seen those. But it's like a thing because you have to like wrap it and like you don't want it to just be like an exposed tampon and trash, you know. And this I have, is, I'm like, how very is this conversation ser- going? Is this? I don't know. But listen, I have this. Maybe it's about to get bad, and we, we'll change it. I don't want to say it's a gross conversation because it's not like, gross. Yeah. But um, yeah. But this might be gross to you. So I am very scarred by like throwing feminine products in trash cans because back in the day when I used to wear pads. You have to wrap it up and like put it in the trash. Uh And my dog, my family dog was obsessed with used pads. So like our family dog would (laughs) dig in the trash for my used pads and then would rip them up. And so I'd come home from school. I love how I checked in and was like, is this conversation too much? Like, should we not be doing this? Is this too uncomfortable? And you're like, well, let me, let me double down. (laughs) No, stop. So I come home from school with friends. And my mom would be like, the dog ripped up a tampon again. It was like, or a pad again. And it'd be like the backyard be covered in my, my period tampon uh, pads that had been ripped up and eaten by the dog. And uh-huh. I'd have to clean this in front of friends. Like, so I'm very scarred by like putting feminine products in the with trash. Like a rake? So, how, what are we, how, what are we cleaning this with? It's like a napkin and you like pick it. It was just like, it was so embarrassing. Just, like, well, Cause I imagined you just raking Oh, shreds. No. I actually have a huge phobia about rakes. <laughs> Do you know this about me? 
My least favorite sound. This is why I brought it up because I knew we'd get we'd get in deep, we'd get to somewhere deep within your psyche, and we bring up your your okay. in, insane phobia phobia of rakes. So the I. That's why I love this podcast. I my one of my least favorite sounds in the world is rakes on concrete or cement. Yeah, like rakes are meant for grass, right? And nothing else. You cannot change my mind. Nothing else. The sound of rake. No, I don't on, think there's like a big like rake on concrete yes, contingent. There are so many people. Do no yes. way. So many people do this. Broom. Broom. Sweet broom. Oh my God. One of those Lovey. big sweeper brooms. Yes. I'm so glad that I married you and that you have the best concrete. brain in the world. So many people do this. It is the worst sound to me a billion times worse than nails on a chalkboard. Worse than any sound you can imagine. And this led I to a phobia or you just dislike the sound? sound? Yeah. That sound, it makes my whole body shiver. Like yeah. the sound of a rake on like cement, on concrete, on sidewalk. Like get out of here. You are satanic. I think that is evil to do that. And so many people do it instead of using a broom. It drives me freaking bananas. I hate that sound so much. So even just the <laughs> so thought. If, I, if I'm feeling like driving you crazy, I just have to go rake the driveway. I won't will, talk to you, you yeah. ever again. So, but I truly like when you just said like, what would you do? Use a rake? Like that's all I could think about. It's like how uh -huh. that's, the, wor that's yeah. the last thing I would do. I'd rather pick it up with my teeth. Than so, use a rake. Yeah. Cause I wondered, cause there's been a, a I'm not even gonna say a few. There's been like a bunch of times I've gone to use the bathroom <laughs> and then like surprise, <laughs> that's just there. And I'm like, oh, is it she's now she's leaving it up to me. Am I gonna gonna no. have to be the one to ignore this rule and regulation as to not flush this feminine well, product? You never dug one out of the toilet, have you? Whoa. <laughs> I almost just threw the microphone <laughs> across the room. Uh no, but I, but then I'm caught in this moral dilemma to whereas like, first of all, I'm having to, this is going, going whatever, I'm all in. I, I'm having to pee on that. I'm peeing <laughs> on that. You first? No, because I'm, I'm morally like wrestling with the decision to flush a feminine product. So I've never had the, that responsibility put on my shoulders. And now here it is. <laughs> and, then, and then it's got to go, right? It's got to go. How do you, so I'm like, is she just walking away from that because she doesn't okay, want so the first guilt? Of all, Eric keeps saying that like, I will not flush these sometimes. And like, I feel like I always flush them. So they must just come back up. Maybe it's the toilet being like, you're not supposed to flush this. I don't think, but see, they're like sitting in a nest of toilet paper. So I don't <laughs> think they like, like a curated nest of toilet paper. And then that on top of it, like surface level. Like it's not even like deep in the, it's no, there's no, it, it's not like horseshoe in there. Like it went halfway down and then came back up. Like it's just, it's, it's presented. That's no good. There is presentation involved. Well, what I was going to say earlier is that Eric didn't know until like a year ago what a pad was. Like I saw a trend I mean, on TikTok where people were like, I asked my boyfriend, I asked my husband how to use a pad and he didn't know. And I was like, oh, this is so funny. I'm sure Eric will know. I really thought you would have known. No idea. And I asked him how it worked and he thought you stuck the pad on your body. Well, yeah, well, that's where it's collecting and then I was material. Like, and I was like, well, then how would I pee? And he was like, you take you take it off to pee. Like he thought the pad went on your a human I didn't know body that it, uh... and then you peeled it off to go pee and put on a new one. And this is what he thought up until his very adult age 
until so like a year you, ago. So you just don't put on a new one? When I pee? Right. You know how they work now, right? Where do they go? Where does the pad go? I'd say I'm, it's kind of sounding like I don't know how anything works down there. I know, I but know how, where does the pad go? On. It sticks to your underwear. Yes. So why would I need to change it if I go pee? I'm not peeing in the pad. Well, I well what is it? What is it doing there? It's like because it's catching it's like collecting le- your period. Like yeah, like leakage, right? right. So then, are you pull? <laughs> how far we're going? This is like I'm I don't like, know. But Wesley's is interrupting. Really Wesley's waking up and the, he's saying. So when you pull it down, because mm-hmm. you got to go pee, and there's like mm-hmm. a collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you then peeing? And then pulling back up and like with well, collection. Depends. Okay, so this is what's really cool depends about pads. On what? This is what's really cool about pads and about feminine products is that we have wonderful scientists who've created things that make it. It's not like you don't feel it. it they collect it so well that like it's if it's not too much. Like it, they collect it in a way that like you don't feel it. You don't. It's like not. It's like it's not even there. You can see it, but it's like sunken into. So it's the like science of it. It's like a dirty diaper, but you're like, it's not that dirty. I'll it's not like a dirty I'll diaper. Pull it back it's up. It's not like a dirty diaper. No, I don't understand. I'll show you what a pad does. I'll have I, to show you. That's I'll okay. I'll have to get a pad and show you. That's all right. But it's not like a dirty diaper. It's not like you're like, if it's not like if you were changing the baby's diaper and you saw there's pee in it and you put the pee diaper back on them. It's not like that. Okay. It's like, you don't feel the wetness of it. You wouldn't <laughs> put a pad, you wouldn't pull your underwear back up with a pad on it if it was... Still, yeah. yeah. Enough anyway, said. Wesley's waking up. We got to go. We got to go um, make sure Wesley's okay. HelloFresh is our final sponsor of this episode. We love HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Hey guys, do you have a packed schedule this fall? HelloFresh has meals covered with a weekly selection of 30 plus recipes and 70 plus convenience items, all delivered right to your door. Now more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save some moolah, some money, money, money. In fact, HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout and is even cheaper than grocery shopping too. That's how we feel whenever we use HelloFresh. We feel like we're saving money. We feel like it's so much cheaper. Every time we order anything, I feel like there's so many hidden freaking fees. It's so annoying. Grocery shopping. I always feel like I buy way more than I need, but HelloFresh gives you the exact ingredients that you need, exactly the amount that is perfect for your meal. It is wonderful. And HelloFresh isn't just for dinners. Shop HelloFresh Market for quick breakfast, wholesome snacks, and even desserts. You'll find everything you need to satisfy your cravings without stepping foot in a grocery store or a mini mart. So we love HelloFresh. It has been so much fun. It saves us so much time. It's like a fun little date night. Um, There's so many yummy recipes. One of my favorites is um, Eric made me this yummy, like it was like a shrimp scampi, like a rice. It was so freaking delish. Oh, and there's a garlic bread too. Um, there's so many yummy recipes and I love HelloFresh because Eric lately, he's the one who cooked the HelloFresh. We used to do it together. as like a fun date night, which is super fun. But Eric's the one who's been cooking them lately. And it's almost like he's like doing like a romantic like date for me, like a sweet little, um, you know, if I'm having a really hard long day and I don't have time to make dinner, 
He'll do it with HelloFresh and it's just ready for me. And it's so quick and easy with all of our kids around. Um, it's just easy and fast and wonderful. So uh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Relax16 and use code Relax16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Relax16 and use code Relax16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Go check out America's number one meal kit today. Okay, we're back. We're back. We have things to say, but we don't know anything about anything. So we want to talk to you. So we're hoping about someone some gives of these, us a call. And it looks like our phone. We just issues. turned our relaxed so phone. So we've turned on our relaxed phone. We've never even said the number for this phone on this podcast. We haven't? No. I, I don't know even, it. I don't know it. We've tweeted it before, haven't we? We've tweeted it, but we've never said it. Um here, let's answer the phone, love. Well, I want to say the phone number. I guess we've only tweeted it, but a, a lot of people that um, listen to this maybe aren't on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, and it's maybe it's not fair to them to have only be tweeting okay. it. And also, like if you're not on Twitter, I th- say good for you because that is, there's a lot going on there. It's not, <laughs> yeah. not too fun. Um, so the number is seven four seven three two seven eight one six two. That's seven four seven three two seven eight one six two. For now, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's we'll, pretty stressful. So maybe yeah, not forever. Um, but let's answer the phone. Taylor you really wants to talk to us. Hey, hey, Taylor. Hi, Eric. Oh my God. How's it going? Hi, Taylor. Oh, Hi, Colleen. <laughs> Hi, you're so cute. How are you? <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm sorry. Hang on. I'm so <laughs> good. How are call- you? I'm good. Thanks for calling us. Oh my God. Hi guys. Hi. All right. We have some questions for you, Taylor. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. First of all, who needs to relax for you this week? Good question. You know what? I have one prepared. Oh yes. yes. Do you know what needs to relax this week? A freaking ear. <gasps> Why? Do you have an I ear have infection? Cold, I have an <gasps> ear infection. Oh and my you know God. Like you, I feel like you manifested this for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you feel any better taylor and i hope this doesn't make you feel better but we're oh my gosh speaking of Maisie is waking up right now eric's Got gonna it. go deal with oh me okay because well, because well I'll, I'll stay here i'm gonna chat with you for a second the reason okay. my cat's name is Maisie, and she's on my lap right now oh my god so many similarities well Maisie, meowing. I, don't know if you can hear her. <laughs> I can't but i'm sure it's so cute um Maisie's waking up right now because um she has an ear infection Oh, so no. Maisie has got a cold. Maisie and Wes have a cold. And uh, Maisie uh, got an ear infection today. So uh, you guys are twins. All the gals. All the We're gals. Just getting sick around here. And Wesley. Sorry, Wesley. You have to get you have to get a um you have to get some antibiotics for that. I know because I've tried home remedies like three times this weekend and mm-hmm. it made it worse. No, you gotta get you gotta go to antibiotics. I'm so sorry. That's the one. Oh First of all, I cannot believe I'm talking to you right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so excited to chat with you. Okay. So I do have a question. So okay. Eric's going to be sad. He's not here, but he, he needs to help Maisie out a little bit. Cause she's a little sad. Um, so the totally question, okay. his relax today, he wanted me to okay. ask you, he wants to know if you're in a parking lot and you're looking for a spot and you see someone walking to their car, do you say to them, Hey, are you are leaving? You leaving? Are you leaving? 
Like, do you ask that and do you like stalk them to get their parking spot? It's okay. It's okay if you um, do. Hi, Eric. Hi. Um, I do do that. Some it depends on my mood, but yeah. if like I've been if I've been circling for a while, yeah. I okay. Will, like, and I see someone coming close to my car as I'm like in the lane. I will be like, "Hey, are you leaving?" I yeah, I just think you're, coast, so you're. That might be an East Coast thing. Yeah, you're. You're just. You're a people person. You're brave. Like that's. That's yeah. fair. Would you do it to people with children, like someone with a stroller with two babies in it, no. with another Never. kid holding their hand? <laughs> Would you do that Absolutely to them? Not. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, they've got things to do. Like. I don't need to rush them. Yeah. Well, that's it's just so stressful when people do that with us because we have all of our because then we feel bad because it takes like 10 minutes yeah. to load all our stuff in the car. But Eric was talking about that as his relax today. And I'm um, also a nanny. So like I get it. Like uh, wrangling kids is rough. Are you looking for a job? I like Taylor. <laughs> yes. In an instant. So I will watch your children any day. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Um, well, I, I'm wait, hunt, wait. Uh, Taylor. When you're traveling, duffel bag or rolling carry on? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, rolling carry on. Thank you. Yeah. Did you know this your whole I life, or did you just figure this out? No, my whole life. I only say that because I have a slight disability, and so it's just easier for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's easier, I think, in any circumstance, but certainly if you have a disability, too. Eric just fi- yeah. discovered that rolly suitcases are the way to go. So the four-wheel ones. The ones oh, that, like, yeah. you can swivel on any Oh, big time. Anyway. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so into, like, the swivel. I'm I'm giddy <laughs> over it. Yeah. Oh, I heard Maisie cry. Yeah, she's... She's both, both Maisie's are crying. Oh my this, gosh! Well, it's so good to chat with you. Thanks for calling. I know. Oh, thank you guys for answering. Oh my god, I adore you guys so much. Oh, we adore you too. You're lovely. Can't wait to hear my sick voice on your podcast. Oh, you, you sound perfect. Yeah, you sound great. You sound amazing. We're sick together, girl. I've got oh, it too. It's going that, around. Bro. Thanks for calling, Taylor. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You too, Bye, Taylor. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> She was so nice. Yeah. It always makes me so happy when we get to talk to people. On here. Yeah. No, I see. I get, I get it. Why you would ask and like circumstances, why, why you would ask if of like you're course. leaving like to each zone. I, I guess I just had a, a couple you of bad, bad experience. Yeah. A couple of bad moments with it. Fired me up. It's fine. I get passionate I sometimes. I understand. Well, our babies are rustling, so we should probably go. I know. I'd like to talk to more people, but you know. I do too, but I think we need maybe to next time you have that non-Twitter users. Good yeah. for you. Now they all have the phone number. Everyone. I'm into that. I'm not looking at that thing. So here, there, <laughs> now you have the phone number too. Alrighty, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm gonna go cuddle some babies. Okay, I'm down. Good night, everybody. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary, and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax, that's the name of our podcast.